This side of country This side of country Radio Free Fargo 95.9 KRFF. You're tuned into this side of country with Trav. We're powered each and every day by our good pals at Fix It Forward Auto Care. Uh, oh man, I tell you what, what a time to be coming to Fargo, North Dakota for the very first time, especially if you're living in a warm state like Florida. Well, she might just have the cojones to do it and uh, on the phone in an Uber getting ready to come from Miami to Fargo for a big weekend here at the Front Street Tap Room. We've got stand-up comic Brittany Brave. Good morning, Brittany. How are you? Good morning. I am regretting my decision. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I hope you're being compensated very nicely for this trip to Fargo. (laughs) (laughs) The people people at the venue are taking very good care of me. And yes, you, you described Fargo as cold and drunk. And at first I thought you were describing my father. I was like, yeah, I'm familiar with both those things. Definitely more familiar with, with drunk. But, you know, I, I know I'm bracing myself for, for negative temperatures, but I have heard nothing but amazing things about your city and this comedy club. So I am risking it all. I am risking hypothermia and body parts falling off for a weekend of laughs in Fargo, North Dakota. Well, I tell you what, we're looking forward to it. And we appreciate you uh, putting it all on the line there. And uh, hopefully, if you're just if you're just earning what's coming in at the door, we're going to try and pack the house for you so it's at least worth your while. But yes, in describing Fargo, there, there's more to us. We're, we're pretty darn nice people up here. And uh, besides being cold, yes, we uh, have for the last decade made... I think it was per capita, the top 10 list of drunkest cities in America. We're pretty darn proud of that. And uh, we're, we're ready to show you what we're all about here in Fargo this I'm weekend. Wondering, I'm wondering if there is a direct correlation between you guys being just so dang nice and the fact that you're stupid drunk all the time. <laughs> there could be something, too. I mean, when it's cold like this for seven months out of the year, drinking it does become a big part of your lifestyle up here. Oh, absolutely. I was just telling my two coworkers, because you know, in addition to being a stand-up comic, I, too, work in morning radio, so yeah. I, I feel your pain with the early wake-up calls <laughs> and all that. And I was just telling my, my two co-hosts that I have a connecting flight. It's a long travel day ahead of me that I'm heading to right now. And I said, I'm going to be drunk the whole time. And they were cracking up. And I said, I was like... And I get to the airport in between the flights, probably once I land. Because in my head, the science is the alcohol will keep my blood warmer. Right. And I won't think about negative. <laughs> why couldn't I? Why couldn't I come to Fargo earlier this week when you guys had a 19 degree heat wave? That's what I'm saying. Right. And, and that is out of the normal. We don't do that this time of year. Even we have gotten spoiled with these warmer temps. We're not ready for the, uh, the negative temps just like you. So we're all going to suffer together this weekend. Oh, I don't know. Like, I'm rethinking this. No, I'm kidding. But, like, I'm, we, have a, we have a gloomy day here in Miami where it is, like, high of 70s, low 80s, right? And right. it's been raining on and off, and the sun tucked away <laughs> behind the clouds. And I have been in a terrible mood. I've burned every bridge in my life. I'm oh, cranky. Boy. And I'm like, where's my sun in my paradise? So <laughs> I, I foresee me not leaving my condo too much this weekend, if, except for the shows. Burning bridges and making bad decisions. Uh, finally, I have found my soul sister out there. I can't <laughs> wait to meet you. I, I can't wait. It's going to be a blast. Uh, I, got, I got to ask, though, you said you're in radio. Of course, you've been doing stand-up comedy. Which of those came first for you? Uh, stand-up comedy did stand-up comedy did and then radio followed shortly after i get asked a lot when i became a stand-up comedian or when i decided to be a comedian and 
I think it's the kind of thing that you really are just born with. Right. Not to sound too cliche. Right. Uh, as, a to- as a toddler, I had an irrational amount of imaginary friends. Right. And my mom would buy me the Barbie dollhouse and I would put the cardboard box on my head and want to play with that instead. And I insisted on talking in class and reenacting all my favorite movies for my family all the time. So there were some signs to my mom and my dad that I either was going to be an entertainer, a comedian, or I was just going to be very mentally unwell. It could have gone either way. It's both, really. I love that you said you were born with it. At least you were born with a talent. All I was born with was an iced coffee addiction. So at least you've got something going for you (laughs) and it's working out for you. Uh, you're no joke here. I mean, looking at the accolades you've got here, uh, a Best Comedian Award for the Miami New Times, Best New Comic for the New York Com- Comedy Fest. Come on, girl. You're killing it out there. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Yes, when I'm when I'm in New York, everyone thinks I'm Jewish. When I'm in Miami, they think I'm Latina. And then I go to Fargo, North Dakota, and everyone's going to be like, oh, she's annoying. Uh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, what do you have in your closet uh, that would help you pack for something like this for the very first time in your life? Or first, your first my, trip my to farm. Demons. Your my demons. demons. Yeah, they will yeah. keep you warm. It is. It is pretty <laughs> hot down there. They know about uh, keeping people warm. That's for sure. Do you have anything? I just picked a couple up from hell, so those will keep me extra warm. <laughs> Do you have anything, though, in your closet where you're really struggling going, I have nothing for below zero temps. So do you just bring layers upon layers? Are you going to be one of those with 18 suitcases just to pack for, I don't know what to wear in Fargo. I'm going to bring it all. I kind of brought it all. Um, I think checking my bag is probably going to cost $300 and my firstborn child. Right. Uh, I, I had a little bit of winter clothing because I did live in New York for a, a number of years, they don't quite get as icy and freezing cold as you guys do right. in Fargo, North Dakota. But, you know, I have like a, a pair of boots with fur and yeah. I have a, a nice coat and a scarf or two. You're one of uh, those Ugg boot wearers, aren't you? I am. I yeah. have to. I have to. I am actually, <laughs> re- I'm truly looking forward to freezing my nipples off this weekend in Fargo, North Dakota, because we don't get any semblance of a winter here in Miami whatsoever. Right. So even though it's going to be painful, yeah. I am going to be that basic white girl in her Ugg boots, you know, yeah. live, trying to live her best life this weekend. Absolutely. Yeah. We're all about it. Well, I tell you what, I want to issue a challenge, and I know you've got a busy schedule. you got three shows at the Front Street Tap Room this weekend, Friday night mm-hmm. and Saturday night, but... In between that that window of time there, uh, I do want to give you one experience in Fargo. Can we go and race uh, sleds down the snow hill in Fargo while you're visiting? Yeah. I I think we got it. Have you ever done sled racing before? I haven't, but I just got promoted to full-time at the radio station, so I have benefits and health insurance now. So. Hey, why not? Why not throw it all away and take a risk? Let's do it. Let's 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 kick it off with. So I'll get I'll get a list of people together, and we'll just go have a big sled race at the snow hill here. Really kick in your your experience in Fargo, and then uh, maybe we'll go get drunk and have some hot dish or something. I, I that sounds like a perfect weekend. I do have a question for you though, because it is my first time in Fargo. Sure. And you told me that it's it's cold and it's drunk. Yeah. But are there some references? Like I always like to open my set with some local material my initial observations of a city my travel there my my sledding experience with radio personalities and i like to open and get local quickly so what are like what's an inside joke that i could drop on that friday show that'll just make the room explode 
Inside joke. Well, I do want to keep my jobs. Uh, notice I said <laughs> jobs because uh, we don't earn a lot here in Fargo, so you got to have more than one job to be able to uh, to be able to uh, you know survive here. So I do want to keep my. I'm going to have to get back to you on that. I will get you some inside jokes here. We are pretty darn nice, though. You're going to find that we're nice. Uh, we we. Th- I'm scared. I'm an East Coast girl. Yeah. I am not nice. You guys might you guys might throw me in jail this weekend. Honestly, um, we do put on the winter weight. That's a thing up here because hey we got to bundle up and uh, it doesn't just start with the outside layers it starts with in so we do we do as well uh put on that winter weight that is a thing up here so uh eat hearty you know uh you're gonna get fed well and you're going to meet uh we grow them big up here as well we're we're beefy people up here we're well fed we put on that winter weight and we grow up dating how's dating can i get me a nice corn-fed fargo north dakota man Oh, don't tempt me. I will set you up with some single uh, single farmers uh, that will take very good care of you. Absolutely. He, I will comp <laughs> yours and that farmer's ticket. I'm not even playing. I am 33. I'm ovulating. My biological clock is ticking. <laughs> if I find my man in North Dakota, so be it. That's my story. All right. That is my goal. Uh, hold my insure because I'm at that age. I'm not much of a drinker, so hold my insure. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to find you a single, big, strong man in Fargo here, and we're going to bring him to the show to meet you. I'm going to hold you to this. I hope you know that. Absolutely. I'm in Radio Girl okay. with you. I know how I know how this thing works. Absolutely. No. In all in all respect, though, uh, really, really excited to have you here. I'm having a blast talking to you on the phone. Uh, you're doing a lot of great things out there. You travel a lot. How much would you say? You travel every year. I do travel quite a bit. Um, I, as a you know, I go wherever Spirit Airlines will will have me right. for the most part. But I did start touring for the the majority last summer. I last year alone, I did uh, Vegas, uh, Denver, Rochester, Boston, Memphis, San wow. Diego, uh, various cities within within Florida. And yeah, I had done quite a few shows since relocating back down to Miami after the pandemic. And I kind of felt like I spread my legs and my wings a little bit. Well, I spread my legs quite a bit in Miami. Right. STD results to prove it. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> kidding, Fargo. Uh, and I, so I, I booked a nice little tour for myself that started in July of last year and wrapped in December. And that's only going to continue throughout Fantastic. this year. Yeah. So I like it though. I like yeah. it. I get restless in one place for too long and, Miami Miami can be a lot, as I'm sure you've heard, so it's kind of nice to be able to escape every weekend and, and tell jokes. You yeah. know, it, you're one of those that you provide the memories for the audience, the people that are coming to see you. We, we leave with the good times and the smiles and the laughs, but has there ever been a show or an experience during your touring that you've gone, man, even that one got me? Yeah, I don't have any desire to go back to Boca Raton, Florida ever again. <laughs> Okay, I don't I don't care for for Boca, right? <laughs> uh, I'm taking the fact that some of the women didn't laugh is, is that they were concerned that their Botox was going to shatter on their face. But <laughs> I, yeah, it's always you know it's always a gamble as a as a comedian, and I do hear that Fargo is a great comedy town. I hear that you know the, the tap room has some of the hottest crowds in the country, and it's such a well run club and show. So I'm looking forward to that. But comedy, comedy can get under people's skin very easily. And I think a lot of people think they're stand-up fans until they go to an actual comedy show and they're presented with perspectives they haven't heard and, right. you know, some edgier material and a, and a good roast here and there. And then I think all of a sudden they're like, wait a minute, you know, 
maybe I thought I was a stand-up comedy fan, and maybe I actually just need therapy. So, <laughs> do you have how long have you been doing comedy? And I got a second part to this uh, this question here. But how long have you been doing it now? I have been performing my whole life. Okay. I yeah, I started doing acting in elementary school and dance and chorus and sure. choir. And in middle school, started competing and doing a lot of improv. I studied it in college, and I took the plunge to fully become a comedian and try and do stand-up specifically as opposed to improv. You know, I did I did that in 2019, aka the worst possible time to throw a financial net to the wayside, close down my business, and start from scratch as a stand-up comedian because I had a pandemic waiting around the corner, ready to boomerang me, and right. so. It was a little bit of a challenge, but it proved to be, you know, actually a really good time for me. I got to relocate out of New York, back home to Miami, kind of build the scene down here from the ground up. So, yeah, I've been a comedian my whole life. I've yeah. been trying to pay my bills and not fully join OnlyFans from it for right. four years. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, on a personal experience, OnlyFans, not all it's cracked up to be. I haven't seen a dime. So uh, you're probably doing you're probably doing the right thing by by staying away. The part two to this question is is because I want to I want to imagine that in the last couple of years since the pandemic, comedy probably really changed. I know we were getting more and more sensitive with what the material was being presented to us, but I feel like as a society we've gotten extra sensitive since the uh, the pandemic. Here, would you say that's a true statement? Yes, with comedy and with everything. Uh, and I'm not a political comic by any means, though I do get into some real and darker, heavier topics. Right. And I, I find I find a lot of satisfaction out of bringing levity to them and making sense of them. But I do joke sometimes that, like, liberals and conservatives and left and right, I, neither side can take a joke. Right. Both sides is too extreme. Both sides, you know, don't really have a sense of humor. But, yeah, it's it's a little crazy to me that since the pandemic, we've seen, like, viral TikTok videos going of people storming the stage right. and wow. and throwing beers at comedians and getting very upset. Wow. And the comics are kind of sitting back and watching you crazy people and being <laughs> like, like, we are jesters. You're getting so upset over right. a stand-up comedian who can't even make his rent. Like, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, who doesn't have a headboard, like, chill out, you know? So, um, I get yeah, it. it's... It's, it's definitely a different time, and I, I think you could get away with a lot more yeah. if you were doing stand-up in the 70s and 80s, and you can now. But I, I think it'll come back around. I have faith it's going to kind of circle back. Right. The, I, I guess I just came up with a part three of this question. So I lived out in L.A. for a little while, and I, I actually was a part of a stand-up comedy show. I wasn't the comic, but I was part of the booking, and uh, I actually played drums in a house band. So we kind of played some music on uh, when the uh, the comics would come to the stage, we'd play them off the stage. And so I got to see a lot of great, a lot of great talent out there. Uh, as far as being, I hate saying it this way, but I, I truly want to know this, as far as being a, a lady in the industry, do you feel mm-hmm. like it's fair game or do you feel like you have to work a little harder, be twice as talented just to get the same respect or attention that maybe a guy would? It, you, you definitely do. Um, comedy is a boys club. It's not as much that way as it was before, which I think is beautiful. I think it's rounded out and you see so many queer voices and different ethnicities and different perspectives kind of joining the conversation. And that's so important because this thing that we call life isn't lived one way. There's a lot of different walks of life and stories to tell and experiences. And 
I can only hope that comedy helps remove people's bias right. and prejudice yep. from all of that. But yeah, it is. It, it's a boys' club still, and it's a little bit harder on the girls in the sense that there's already this predisposition that women aren't funny, which to me is absurd because some of the funniest people I know are women. Yes, and and I don't know where this women aren't funny mentality was born. I have to assume in a dimly lit cave during prehistoric times. <laughs> this is when this came up. But, um, you know, we're not really allowed to have an off night because one off night for us immediately means she's not good. Right. Uh, we're also not really allowed to win. Right. right. You know, if we get a huge opportunity, there's going to be someone chiming in and saying, who'd she sleep with? Oh, good grief. To get that. Yeah. You know, or if we're on stage and we're talking about our period yeah. or our birth control or things that are very real for us in our experience, immediately, why is every female coming up and talk about sex and her period? And right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it is a harder climb. Uh, but I think if you play the game as a female comic and you just worry about being undeniably funny, and not referring to yourself as a female comic, really being adamant about being like, I'm a comic, a comic, right. not a female comic. I am a comic. I showed up just like you did tonight. Yep. I'm going to I'm gonna do my best to kill. I work just as hard as you do. I deserve to be here just as much. Yeah. I think you can, you know, the boys club starts to respect you and you can move a little differently. But, but you definitely have to, um, you can't let yourself uh, take no crap right if you're if you're a woman attempting coffee that's you got to learn to put your foot down a lot absolutely yeah. well said well i'm going to cut you loose i could talk to you for hours i love chatting with you uh we're looking forward to seeing you here at the front street tap room your first time coming in from florida to fargo just in time for the below zero temps you got three shows and, uh, apparently i'm leaving with 10 more pounds on my body, a drinking problem, but better manners. So I'm excited. Fantastic. <laughs> well, then you are prime and ready for Fargo. Make sure you catch <laughs> Brittany Brave uh, Friday night, 8 p.m. at the Front Street Tap Room. If you want an early show, like myself, getting a little older, uh, my dinner time and my bedtime getting dangerously close. So you'll probably see me at the 7 o'clock show Saturday night. And there's also a 9.30 show at the Front Street Tap Room. Brittany Brave coming in from Florida. Do not miss it. Brittany, appreciate you taking the time. I'm calling us while you're in the Uber, getting ready to take a flight here to Fargo. We can't wait to see you. Thank you. See you guys soon. Come on after the shows. And don't get offended by anything. We're going to have a good time. Absolutely. (laughs) Travel safe. We'll see you soon. Bye. This side of country. This side of country.